We had to make this as intimate as possible. Super intimate. We were like standing, standing, sitting so close to each other. I'm about a foot away from his knee. We actually so had this, to get. Uh, this could get a little, uh, little hot and steamy. We had here. to get gum because we both ate some delicious food. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, welcome to Jackass Flossy. Welcome. Um, I'm Josh. This is the first ever video recording. If the video works, so we're gonna figure out if that actually happens. This is my buddy Michael. Today Hello. we're gonna be talking about space. I think. Or whatever Probably. we want. Whatever we want. Whatever goes on. <laughs> How's your week, man? Uh, it's been pretty good. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a working boy. So, um, yeah. you know. A little background on Michael. He's an electrician out in San Francisco. Local 6. Local 6. IBEW Union, baby. Damn. Look at you. You're a freaking champaroonie. I'm a stud. That's what <laughs> I'm a stud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh my god! You know what's crazy? I don't understand why people like going to San Francisco, or like I don't not not that they don't like going, but that uh, it's their dream to go to San Francisco. Don't you ever find that weird? You know, I haven't met too many people that were like that. Well, we're but we live in California. No, I though. get it. I get it. Like, yeah. but I mean, like, I know people that were like all about like, oh my god, like I want to go to L.A. because I want to do things in L.A. I'm like, I guess that's probably the same about San Francisco, but I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of the people I work with like don't live in San Francisco, and they're like, I would never want to live in San Francisco. San Francisco sounds terrible to live in. I mean, it's just a huge city. Huge city. There's homeless people everywhere. There's shit on the ground. Literally, there's a shit tracker. For people who didn't know, there's a shit tracker there is. in San Francisco. You can get it on your phone. Um, yeah, it's kind of dirty, though. Well, I will say this. If you have the money to live in San Francisco, it's worth it, I think. Especially if you're working out there or if you're constantly there. Um, housing is beautiful. It's new. It's brand new. It's updated. It's like top of the line. Like, I mean, all the, it, all the work that's done out there is like 90% union. So you can expect to get a good house or a good like apartment. And I mean, I guess if you can afford it, then more power to you. It's nice to live in a city sometimes. I've met, I, I've met a couple people through work who live in the city or have grew up in the city and they don't mm -hmm. live there anymore. Yeah. And they were saying how they didn't grow up driving. And that is yeah, so you know, foreign to us because we live, you know, outside. We live yeah, outside San Francisco. You take, you take the bus everywhere. Um, I mean, I, I even have a couple of friends in my in my apprenticeship class that are that live in the city and they don't have cars and probably won't until they move out, you know. Because, I mean, it's just like it's I mean, it's one thing to, to live in San Francisco and it costs you two grand a month to live there in a small room like we're in right now <laughs> for, for real yes. this room's um, tiny uh, what you guys are seeing you guys are seeing the entire room pretty much. <laughs> you got, you're on the other end right um, now but yeah like and then the other part of it is, is parking like parking is no joke out there even, yeah even i struggle with parking out there and i have to come in as a construction worker and i get there at six o'clock in the morning and i still have trouble finding parking and then paying for parkings like eight dollars did I, did I tell you how I got a ticket at work in San Francisco? Did you? Dude, so we were dropping off this patient to a dialysis clinic. There's no parking. It's San Francisco. It's yeah. fucking street parking, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we drive up, and there's a red lane for a fire, and typically an ambulance is parked there, too. Yeah. So we were like, all right, well, fuck it. We're going to just park in this red. We park in the red, and it was our second day doing it. So we park in the red. We take the patient on up where he has to go. And, you know, we come on down. And one day we're, you know, we get done wiping everything down and we get back in and I see this little piece of paper flopping uh, where the, where the uh, uh -huh. windshield wipers are. 
And I go outside and I was like, what the fuck? And I grab it and it's a ticket. Mm-hmm. I got a ticket from South San Francisco because it said, uh, you guys aren't supposed to park here. This is a fire lane. Oh, dude. I was like, dude, ruthless. what the? We're an ambulance. <laughs> what, do you want? what do you want? Ruthless out there. <laughs> it was man. crazy. I can't tell you how many tickets I've gotten for like, because I don't really like having a front license plate on my car. Yeah. And I'll pay for them. <laughs> like, that's my problem. Like what? I thought I thought you didn't have to. I thought you only had to have your. No, in, in California, you're required to have a front license plate. Now, most places don't really care because it's like you have a back license plate. What's the big? Yeah, how are you in it? And they usually only try to get like, like I don't know if you're if you're speeding or something like that, they'll get you out on a front license plate ticket or something like that. Like it's usually not that big of a deal. But in San Francisco, they will find you for everything they can possibly find you for. It just blew my mind. It, yeah. Like, it blew uh, my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I've seen people argue with the, the meter maids out there, and, like, like it's just ridiculous. And, I mean, I get it. They're doing their job, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, man, I'm kind of tired of paying, <laughs> paying $120 for a front license plate ticket every t- three or four months. Getting kind of tired. Yeah, no, it. that sucks, dude. Nobody wants it. I mean, uh, that, that to me is just you have nothing better to do. Well, yeah. It's, it, uh, I mean, that's the wild thing, too, is, is like, you know, I work for a pretty good job. Like, I mean, I get paid pretty well. I've got really good benefits and the whole thing. And, like, um, you know, when I get to my car and I have a $120 ticket on my car, I'm like, well, <laughs> great. Well, this is awesome. I have no other option here, just, so I'm going to have to fucking pay yeah, this. I just worked seven hours and, like, probably half if not a quarter of my day's paycheck is now going to go to the stupid ticket see the good thing about us though is that i didn't have to pay for it so i basically went to my boss and i was like hey uh here's what happened today and she was yeah. like what the fuck what do they want us to park and i was like i don't know <laughs> yeah, she, call, she called exactly. she called i think it, i think it was technically south san francisco mm-hmm. called their police department was like hey uh what we're happened? an ambulance company and we got ticketed for being in this zone and there's nowhere to park what do you want us to do oh uh We'll waive the ticket. Uh, don't worry about it. And really? Like, I'm surprised. Wow, okay. Because usually All they're, right. like, they're going to fight it. They're like, okay, we'll see you at your court date. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll just pay $120. No, that's so stupid, dude. No, it's so dumb. dumb. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, there was one time I got a ticket. I was parked. I was, okay, so there's a rule in San Francisco, and I'm sure there's other places. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is countrywide, but it might be. But if there's a crosswalk, Mm-hmm. do you know how like if you're going across a crosswalk and then at the where it meets the sidewalk there's like a lip that goes up for like wheelchairs right? okay so, yeah, know, yeah 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 all right right so there's that right and it's usually the length of whatever the crosswalk is mm-hmm. and then at the very end of it it tails up to meet the sidewalk level so le- the sidewalk level maybe is like four inches above the ground okay like yeah, yeah level mm-hmm. um uh in those crosswalks they go up about i don't know they go up to meet that four inches. So I was parked. I was parked a foot away from that lip. Really? Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's my car. Yeah. Here's the end of the lip. I mean, I'm sorry. This is probably hard to see if you're not watching the video or anything. But like, basically, I was a foot away. From his hand's this, a foot the, away, the and top, his other hand. <laughs> yeah. The top of the lip, and then the lip goes down and meets where the the sidewalk or the uh, the crosswalk is, and I got a ticket. And it was a $356 ticket for parking Whoa. in a handicapped, um, I forget what the wording was, but it was basically like... The handicapped area. I was, I was <laughs> blocking their access to the, the, the sidewalk, the on-ramp to the sidewalk. 
And I was like, I was like, what? And so apparently in San Francisco, at least this is this is what I read in San Francisco's laws, you have to be two feet. No, you have to be three feet, three or four feet away from the actual crosswalk lowest part. That's so stupid. That's so because you're away from it anyways. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like I don't get it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I was so upset about that ticket. I was like, I mean, I guess there's nothing I can do about it. No. At the end of the day, like, I'm no. not going to be able to. I, I found it in the laws, but I was like, how am I supposed to know that? How do you? Like, yeah, that you, is so specific. How do you get to San Francisco? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and how? Like, how, how, how are you like going to travel to San Francisco, rent a car, and like find out about? Assumingly, no. You, you have to be three feet away. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, we went to Hawaii a couple weeks ago and rented a car, and I didn't get a ticket anywhere, and it was a city, and I mean. Like, I did pay for parking and stuff, but, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like if you did the same thing in San Francisco and you rented a car for the same amount of days, you'd probably get a ticket. Yeah, for sure. And the the, the police officers wouldn't care. I assume I assume it's the same way in Hawaii. They'd be like, like oh, well, I'm visiting. They're like, yeah, yeah, everybody visits here. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> you, no yeah. excuse here. Honestly, the police officers in San Francisco are, like, they're, like, not worried about people. And I mean, I mean what? That, you mean like people doing bad things, or no, are you talking about like traffic? Really okay, so like I was, I don't really know this a hundred percent, but like, um, it seems like when it, if you're doing okay, if you're speeding in San Francisco, they're not going to pull you over. If you're blasting through red lights, they might pull you over, right? But they're more concerned about like big problems, like people robbing places. Mm like stand-ups like that yeah so i think it's kind of interesting it's a very interesting dynamic in the city because it's so different san francisco is weird yeah just for perspective if you're not from san francisco san francisco like when we were in high school had this huge huge issue going on on when people would just turn on their flashers and then they'd park in the middle of the street and then go in and do like their target shopping they still or safeway casually because there's not enough parking parking. so they just throw on their flashers and people would be like all right see you i'm gonna go do my shopping now it was and i remember in high school i was hearing about that and i was just confused because why would you ever do that well i mean should i do that i mean it seems like (laughs) you're one of them okay well no okay i'm not like it's not i'm not that insane i'm not like i'm like i'm like okay if i'm hungry for lunch and i have 30 minutes for lunch right I don't have time to go find parking. Okay. okay. I'm going to call in my order. I'm going to say, hey, I want a sandwich with some pickles on it or something like that. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to pull up, right? And I'll pull up, <laughs> throw on those flashers, run inside, pick up my sandwich, and head out. So I'm quick about it. That's an okay? emergency. You're hungry. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm a construction worker. I don't have enough time to, I don't got to get time. my stuff for this, right? But no, I'm not like the kind of person that's going to stop and do my shopping do the whole thing. Like, yeah, I'm usually but, quick in and out. See, like, that's how it should be. That's a little right? bit better, I yeah. guess. You know, like if you're going, you're going off and you're like, uh, man, yeah, I'm going first going to go shopping, then I go down the street and go to Home Depot, and my car's going to be fine. Nobody's yeah. going to touch it. It's an yeah, emergency. Right. I need, I need if food. The flashers are on. The flashers are on, and I, I'm not in there. They probably think the I'm dead. Thing. Yeah, that's that's probably the funniest thing is people always do that. They're like, they're like, I'm going to throw my flashers on right here. I'll be all right. That's okay. What's the worst I could happen? And you know what's great. The meter maids will still ticket up. They'll just drive up, stop, ticket them, and then leave. (laughs) So you come out with your car on the flashers, and it's like, yeah, you got a ticket. Ah, dang. That's even worse, though. I've never gotten a ticket for that, so I guess I'm doing okay. So Jen and I were talking about tickets the other day because she just got one. 
for speeding. Did, did she tell you that? Oh, yeah, she kind of mentioned it. Yeah, she got one for speeding. And I told her she was, there's this road and basically you have to go 45 miles an hour and she got caught going 60 and 5 a.m. or whatever. Yeah, 5 a.m. when nobody was there. So the police officer just gave her a ticket, Yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we were talking and she was like, she said something about my driving and I was like, hey, you know, I have have less speeding tickets than you. Okay. And she was like. Oh, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what's shocking to me? Michael, Michael Perrin doesn't have any speeding tickets. Okay. How on earth? All right. This dude drives like a maniac. Okay. All right. Listen, I drive <laughs> to San Francisco every single day. Okay, I drive in traffic every single day. I drive with the same people, and they all drive like me. Okay? I mean, <laughs> Oh, not your fault. No, I, it's not necessarily my fault. But at the end of the day, I... I feel like, yes, I, there are some risky situations I'd be putting people in, okay? But, like, at the end of the day, like, I try to do it in the safest way I could possibly do it. Didn't you try to, didn't you get, didn't, didn't, didn't you try? <laughs> didn't you try to get a ticket? No. Didn't you get a ticket for driving in the, okay. the shoulder? Okay, let me explain myself. <laughs> okay? This has a story, okay? So I used to, I used to work um, in, San, well, I, I was working in San Francisco, and, and near the Presidio, so I would take... Um, I would take the Golden Gate Bridge across to the northern part of the Bay Area, and then I would take, uh, there's a San Rafael Bridge, which takes you to more like the East Bay, right? And um, there's like a, a transition between two freeways there where you have to get off one freeway, and then it's like, it, it's like a straight, it's like, an, there's like an underpass, and you go through that, and then you're on the next freeway. Right? Mm-hmm. And so everybody would do that everybody would go on the left side and they'd say okay we're gonna go straight onto that right i like to go off to the right side because there was another entrance onto the freeway that wasn't as congested okay and so every single day okay there it goes just like sheep okay (laughs) all these cars would go on the right side and they would go on the shoulder and it was maybe like 20 feet into the shoulder right I'm trying to protect myself here, as you can possibly see. But like, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Okay, but everybody would do it. Like, any, any anybody that was turning right there was like, okay, I'm gonna ride the shoulder and just go on the right because there's a whole open lane right there that's always empty that you, people can go through. Right. So, you know, I was always aware. I was like, I know this is this is illegal. Like, I'm definitely doing something <laughs> illegal here. Like, I get it. Like, no question. I'm no, breaking I'm not, the law. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not questioning it. I know if I if I get pulled over or something, it's gonna be for this. Like, whatever. I get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll get a ticket for it. Right. Right. Sure enough, after months, if not years, of doing that, um, there was a there's a cop on the shoulder, and every single car that went that way. He told them to go off to the side. So there was a line of about oh, 16 cars. cars. Wow. That he had pulled over and like was giving tickets to. And Damn. he gave a ticket to every single one of us. Damn. So I went on that day. Someone should have took one for the team and just ran off. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know. You'd have been like sick. It. It's not worth <laughs> it. It wasn't, it wasn't even that much of a ticket. It just sucked because like I got a point on my card so i was like i had to take i had to take the class and do that oh well yeah so at least at least you could have taken the class yeah so i mean but i mean that was that was right before i i ended that job and i was going to a new one so like it kind of worked out i was like i don't have to do anything illegal anymore okay (laughs) i can be an upstanding citizen again everything's gonna be okay yeah (laughs) yeah that's freaking funny
But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I always told myself when I was younger, like, even when I got out of high school, like, for, for those of you that don't know, I, I went to high school with Josh at Salesians here in Richmond. And um, I, everybody decided that they wanted to go to college. At least everybody that I knew wanted to go to college. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I should go to college because everybody else is going to college. Like, that's, that's the right thing to do because that's what they drilled into our mind. They were like, you need to get college acceptance. You need to do this. Like, the counselors at our school were very Yeah. Pushing. They were intense about yeah, it. Yeah, they were very pushing You're going to, to that. A junior college? What? Yeah, yeah. Why? It was kind of wild. Yeah. So, anyways, I got into Monterey Bay, and I went there for a year, and I was like, it was nice, but, like, I don't know. I just didn't really – I couldn't I, – I didn't know what I was going to – I didn't know what was going to happen. I was so concerned about, like, going to college – being in college for four years, paying twelve thousand dollars a year, which was pretty cheap for a Cal State. Yeah, um, that's not. No. Yeah, yeah. But still, twelve thousand dollars a year at the end of four years, I'm up what forty eight thousand dollars in debt, and like probably more. Yeah, because you would have had to live and buy food and do yeah, all that other the shit. Whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, how the hell am I going to get a job where I can pay forty eight thousand dollars off? Right. I kept thinking about that all year. I was doing fine in my classes. Like, I had a good time. Like, it was really fun to live in the dorms and, like, make new friends and meet different people. That was, like, a really cool experience. But, like, just, like, it was rough, man. I couldn't, I could not justify it. And it was tough because, like, my family was like, you need to go to school. Like, you're in school now. Like, you might as well stick with it and do the whole thing. Um, But I ended up dropping out and, like... um, you know, I kind of got a job and I remember I like, I was, I was a manager at McDonald's for like the longest time. And then I got a job at Kinder's and I was working two jobs and I was working 80 hours a week, but I was making money and I bought a car and like done all this stuff. And he was just tired all the time. Yeah. I was tired. Literally all the time. just dead. And I remember telling myself, I was like, I do not want to go work in San Francisco. That's too far. I don't think I'll make enough money to justify the price of working out there. There's no way. No yeah. way it's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then there was a point where I was like, I got tired. I was like, I was like, yeah, these 80 hours a week is, is killing me. Right. Like I'm, I'm able to pay off my car. I'm able to pay off, you know, my rent every, every month and like any other bills that I had. So I was like happy there, but I wasn't really saving any money. And like, I was just having a hard time. Um, and I was, I kind of got desperate and I was like, okay, well I'm going to apply for some jobs. Right. And so about that time I got into, to, sierra sierra electric in the city and i was their driver for a month and stuff and like they were paying me like 20 bucks an hour and i was like this is great <laughs> you're like sick <laughs> i like this this is fun so ever since then i've been making like more and more money and working in the city and i'm like i'm used to it now yeah so you know yeah. when i like i said before i was like i don't want to work in the city i don't want to be like my parents because they both worked in the city and like always complained about the traffic, always complained about the people, always complained about the crazy shit that happens in San Francisco. Like I was just like, no, not gonna happen. But you can't let an opportunity like that when an opportunity just plops right there in your 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 lap. You can't just let that go. You Absolutely. got you, you have to take it. Absolutely. What were, what was your other options? Keep had, working at McDonald's. Yeah, I mean, what? so. You know, and it's funny because, like, a lot of these places were jazzing me up. Like, I mean, like, my general manager at McDonald's was like, was like, oh, my God, we're going to send you to, like, 
Ronald McDonald school. You know, <laughs> and you're like, I'm trying to get away from school. You take it. Well, it's like, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what their their whole goal was there, but it was kind of neat. Like, I went to one thing, and it was like, it was like, okay, if I don't know if you've driven down to Disneyland anytime soon, but like, there's warehouses for like Safeway out there. Oh, okay. It's like in the middle of like Bakersfield or some shit. Well, no, it's way, it's more up north up here, but like, oh, there are okay. these giant warehouses where they store all of their food and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then they take these big cargo trucks and ship them out everywhere. So McDonald's has one of those in Stockton. Oh, okay. okay. And it's huge. It's like massive. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. I got to go out there and see how they they the other side of mcdonald's as opposed to like working there like i got to see like how the logistics of planning and and ordering stuff and so if you were to stay there what would what would have been the next step i would have been i would have probably ran that entire mcdonald's really yeah but i mean they don't make much yeah they make like 50 60 thousand dollars if you're lucky really yes i'm surprised it's that much but I mean, the benefits suck. They give you like a four hundred one k that they'll match whatever you price you pay on it, up to like ten dollars or something like that. So, I mean, it was good for what I had going, at least in my opinion. Like I was like, I was like, this is nice because they're giving me an opportunity to do this. Um, but like that was it. I didn't really have much else. I mean, I I had kind of an in with my dad um, at Sierra, and I just. They were just so happened to be looking for a driver, and when that happened, I and you're like, got hey, that job. I can drive. <laughs> and I was like, I can do that. And then, like, I was like, all up on the manager. I was like, Yo, what's up? Do you need somebody else? <laughs> do you what need do anything you need else? Do, right? I can also read. And so, yeah, I know, like, literally, literally, like, like total hail, hail mary. But that job ended. My driving job ended. It was a month because their driver was gone for a month on vacation, and he came back, and I was like, Well, I'm gonna be. A, Going back to McDonald's and Kinder's, and I was like, basically, went to the manager. I was like, "Look, I'm looking for a job. You've given me a really cool one, and I hope I've done a really good job and shown my worth. And hopefully, you have something opening." And he's like, "Yep, our uh, receptionist just quit yesterday." And so, damn, I didn't yeah, know. I didn't I, know it was that. Like, it was it was that quick. It wow. was like within like five days of that. So. I took that job and I kind of ran with it. And then they were having all kinds of troubles with one of their other like HR people. And I took that job and then I got a call from the union. So, I mean, over the past four years, I've just kind of had some good doors open for me just because I, I mean, like I've had, obviously like I have a good communication with my dad and my dad knows a lot of people in the city and construction and stuff. And so I, I gotta thank him for that. But, um, no, you gotta, you, you gotta use your resources. It doesn't matter. Yes. At the end of the day, if you have any doors open for you, uh-huh. take advantage of them and try something out. Dance right through them, baby. Yeah. You got to go. Absolutely. There's no, I, and a lot of people want to, you know, I, you, we know people who just want to do things themselves, want to find their own way, not use anything. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's draining. You, you well, have to. I get it. Right? Yeah. It's, it's such a fantastic thing to, to have that and be like, I did this. I made my own business. I became this. It's satisfying. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's fucking hard, man. Yeah. It's really, really hard to do that. And yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel bad for people that don't have that opportunity, right? And I, like, that's why I'm always telling people, like, try to get into the union because it's like a lottery system. Well, I mean, it's sort of like a lottery system. And they they will pretty much take on anybody that they think is worthy for it. And, yeah. like, they're – it's a really cool program. And, like, you know, oh. 
Well, and it's all it's all about connections because yeah. even if you do something yourself, like you're still going to have to communicate with people to build yourself up more stuff like that. Yeah. And um, one of these times, I was talking with Deep, um, deepest guy we went to high school with, super super smart. He became a millionaire at like 18 or some shit, insane. But he has his own business, right? And uh, Deep is a he's a very intense guy. <laughs> yeah, he can <laughs> to, be. To say the least. At least in business, right? Yeah. So I remember him telling me uh, years ago that he was talking with some guy, right? And the guy was like, the only reason you have everything you have is because your parents. The In terms of the opportunities he's yeah. had. And he was telling me, he's like, well, yeah. Duh. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, everything I have is because of my parents. And, ju- and because my parents have connections in the place or in places where i want to work yeah why would i not use them exactly i'm trying to be as successful as i can i don't know why anybody would say that's a bad thing exactly you know what i mean and that's it's super strange when you hear people like that where it's like well you have connections so same thing it's a pride thing yeah you know what i mean like you could be like well yeah i mean you know my dad got me this job or whatever but like i mean at the end of the day like i feel like yes my dad basically helped me get into this job right I got lucky with the union because they let in whoever they want to let in, mm-hmm. regardless of what situation you're in. If you have some experience, that's that's extra. That's a plus on you, right? Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, my dad helped me get that job at Sierra to be a driver for a month, right? Yeah. It was just a chance. And I was like, okay, if I'm really trying to get into this, then I need to push for it. Mm-hmm. So I figured out, like, my mind was like, I need to talk to this manager and see if I can get paid the same amount to do this, right? Right. What else can I get out of this, right? Am I am I worth it to him for him to pay for my fast track to get across to the city every day, right? And like, you know, those are questions that you got to ask and you got to be you got to advocate for yourself in those situations. So like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I deep is not wrong in saying what he said. Like, I mean, absolutely take advantage of the stuff you're given. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I it, you just, you just have you to advocate for yourself, you know, and that, and that's like the, the, the thing you kind of have to, you, and you also have the comp have to have the confidence too, because I could see how, if you didn't have a lot of confidence and people are giving you these opportunities, you, mm-hmm. I guess you could feel like a fraud. Um, what's that called? Uh, when you feel like a fraud amongst other people, you know what oh, I'm talking I, about? I don't know what you're talking Anyways, about. there's some shit like that. Yeah. Um, but if you feel like a fraud, I could see how you wouldn't want to take opportunities. Yeah. But ultimately, like you gotta, you gotta just like buckle down, and be like, "Yo, this is life. This is live. the yeah. I gotta I'm live. the shit. Like I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> like yeah. And like I mean, that's what I've done ever since I got into the union. Like I mean, when they gave me the call and they were like, "Hey, like we'd like you to come in," and I was, it's funny, dude. Like I was at the very bottom of the list along with like the rest of the kids in my class. And so we were the last people on the list that they picked from for for the I guess it was 2 years before that. So they basically mm. what they do is they do a test, right? So you come in and you test like a it's like a kind of a basic test. I mean the math section's pretty hard on it. It's pretty involved algebra and algebra 2 no, trigonometry ish, but um like it's pretty involved and then you do an interview, and the interview is pretty tough. Don't worry, everyone. We found the charger. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're, we're, we're I, back. <laughs> I slightly glanced at the Mac, and I was like, I know. I, I, I think I saw that at the same time as you. I was like, I was like, oh huh. no, that's, that's an issue. not good. <laughs> um, 
What were we talking about? Okay, we were talking about, like, okay, so the program, like, so you go through an interview, and it's, like, and it's super selective, dude. It's, like, it's, like, there's, like, there's, like, a hundred, no, there's probably more than that. There's, like, maybe 800 people that apply, uh-huh. right? And then they wean you down to about five, and then they wean you down to about three, right? And so then there's 300 people on this list, right? Mm-hmm. And they only take classes of 20 every six months. Sometimes they'll double up on the classes, so you get a class of 40, right? And that's 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 it. Yeah, that's pretty competitive. It's just like college. Yeah. Pretty, it's pretty yeah, competitive. Absolutely. <laughs> and like they're they're very selective on. They want to make sure that they're 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 letting in um, as many females as they can get, as many people of color. Um, just trying to get as many people good involved mix. in, in mm-hmm. construction because, like, I mean, you know, when you think of construction, you think of a bunch of white guys or like whatever, right? But they're, I mean. San Francisco's really cool in that they're taking charge of as many like they're trying to be as diverse um, as, as possible. Diverse as possible. And they are. It's like it's like they have really good numbers on diversity. So you know. It you know, but it is. It's very selective on, on how you're doing things. So um I was lucky enough to get in on the last list. I was like the last of uh, the last twenty names on our list. Actually it was like the last fifteen names on our list. Um, so you're talking like after they weaned you down, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it took two years after I interviewed. That's crazy. Yeah. That is, two years is a long time. A long That's way. a long process. And it's crazy to think like I mean, people probably turned that shit down because like they were like, I'm already settled doing something. Yeah, else, I'm right? doing right, right. Or I got to do a different union or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but we have a cool class. Like our, our classes, like like probably ten to fifteen of the kids on the the lower bot lower end of the list. And then the rest of them are first people on the second list, on that new list, the brand new list mm. tested. Mm-hmm. So they're they're like top notch, know what they're doing. Yeah, might have been working non union, like somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. But we got a really cool mix of kids or like people, not really yeah. kids, because there's some adults. Adults in class too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's like I, there's a couple guys that are like in their forties. One guy died. What? Right? Didn't. No. The, Oh, oh, was he not in your class? Yes, he wasn't in my class. Oh. No. We've yeah. had, yeah, there, there, there's some gnarly stuff going on at, at the school, too. This like, dude was a, was a drug dealer, question mark? Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't really want to talk too much about this because, like, I don't want to get in trouble. But basically, we had one kid. I'll just tell the story if I get <laughs> um, We had one kid, not in our class, but he was a class ahead of us. So he was a year ahead of us. Um. And he was, he was like, I don't know why, but he was like dealing drugs and it got involved at school. And so a lot of the people in the class were like, not about it. Right. (laughs) There was one kid, there was one kid there. He was like 20 years old or 22 years old or something like that. He was like, he was like, oh, cool. Like I can get some drugs and whatnot. Right. So they went during school, mind you, during like lunchtime. Right. Oh, so this was pre this is pre COVID. Pre COVID, yeah. This right. was this was about a year ago, a little bit over a year ago. Um, went to the car, and the guy was like, "Oh, well, I've got something for you, some sort of like pill or something like that." <laughs> I got something. And the for kid's you. like, "Sweet, I'll buy like a whole pack of them." And he was like, "No problem." And so they sat in the car, and he was like, "Well, we should get high before we go back to class." And the kid was like, "All right, I've never taken this before, and I'm gonna take it." So yeah. he took, like, way too much, basically. Of whatever it was. Yeah, and, like, I guess the the other kid didn't realize that he had taken that much. And basically the kid, like, just zoinked out in the car and was like, 
in bad shape and then he was in a coma and then he passed away so it was like that was pretty rough yeah and it was like and then like literally like a week or two later they had another kid that was in class that had that overdosed in class oh i didn't even know about that one yeah that was that was pretty gnarly so they really really cut down on all that shit Jeez. and so basically right now what we have to do is every month on our on our birthday the month of our birthday we have to get drug tested at any point during that month you have to get drug oh they just call you yeah, they'll just send you paperwork to go to like Quest Diagnostic or something like oh. that, which is like a common testing gotcha. place. So, yeah, dude. I mean, you know, it's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that I is... mean, it's construction. I mean, like you're gonna get some goofballs out there, and like you know, oh, there's shitheads everywhere for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you know, there's it a lot fun. of us in construction, and like I've met some pretty crazy people in construction, like just some some guys that were just all about drugs, and like all these guys that were like that are complete alcoholics and guys that were like normal, you know, average Joe guys that you wouldn't even expect to be a construction worker. And then I've met people that were just barely holding on. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just third divorce. I mean, but I mean, it's like you get some crazy mix of people in there and it's neat. Yeah. Know? That's not, I mean, that sounds like everything else, yeah. dude. Yeah. I, I have some coworkers who really have their shit together. And then I have some coworkers where I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your life? Come on. So tell, me, early, man. so tell me about the kids in Zimbabwe. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you like that transition yeah, there? A good transition. <laughs> so I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm really into space and Josh is too. And like, we like to always talk about like just random, random shit. shit <laughs> it's, like, much. it's like, we're like, oh my God, like what if this happened? What if this? Like, what if, you know? Um, but I'm like, I, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't, I'm not a religious person and I like to think more about the future. So when I think about the future, I think about the stars, right? I think about like, what are we going to do to get off this planet when we burn all of its resources at some day? Like, I mean, it's going to happen. It won't. Yeah. And it's going to be unfortunate, but it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be a long time down the line. But anyways, um, so I like to watch all these documentaries and there was a good one that just came out called the phenomena. And, um, I had heard really good things about it and like, that's hard to come by when you're watching UFO documentaries. Yeah, People most are like, of them are like, this is a this load is of stupid. shit. stupid. <laughs> Ancient aliens might ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of crap out there, and there's a lot of, like, like history. Like, I mean, um, you know, there's there's some really weird stories out there in, in the United States, and I'm, I'm learning now in this, in this documentary that I watched that, you know, the United States isn't the only place that's had these problems. So, um, sightings, sightings, yeah, sightings and yeah. like basically interactions and things. And what I thought was really interesting was one thing was, uh, um, during the cold war, there was like sightings on the U S like military bases where these, these things would come by and they'd float over the nuclear warhead silos and like where they're storing all the nuclear warheads and like looking what the in fuck like, is that thing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like i mean it's silly right it's silly when i say it because like i'm like i'm like yeah this is kind of a lot of shit right? <laughs> no but but yeah. you know there's reports of it like there's legitimate like reports from military bases talking about this right and there's these these like trained air force guys colonels generals who have been in like the air force for 20 30 years and are like true to their word. I mean, like at least I, I would hope that our country can, you know, at least have a couple people that are honest with their words, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
you know, they talked about that. And then they talked about how in the 90s, after the Cold War kind of ended, we had kind of made goody goody with Russia and like, where it's like, hey, like, let's share some information here. Like, <laughs> and so I, I hate you I, a little I, less now. Yeah, I guess, I guess Russia had the same thing going on. Like they were, they had similar military bases where they had high level generals and colonels there and um, had similar experiences with, with unidentified ships, which I thought was crazy, right? I was like, wow, like during the same time, these, these things or whatever they saw, these spaceships or floating orbs or whatever they think it was, right? Mm-hmm. They're reporting very similar things. So I was like, ah, this is really kind of interesting, right? So there was a lot of cool stuff in that show. And then, but the most interesting thing was, was um, there's a story about um, this town in Zimbabwe. And um, it's like a pretty big town. Um, And back in 1994, at a school where there was like a bunch of like, probably like grade four, grade five kids, that's like. Five six game. I don't know ten, what it is. In, ten years old or something. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Nine, eight, somewhere in there. Um, like forty-three of them had an experience with um, what they thought was extraterrestrial life. They said all of them report basically the same thing, where um, they were playing during recess and a ship came down, and there was four beings that came out of the ship. And they all recorded the same thing. They all, like, drew pictures Whoa. of the same exact things that came out. And they were basically these small, like, humanoid-looking creatures. They looked, like, probably about the same height as, like, a six-year-old, seven-year-old would be, right? And they said their bodies took up most of their, their like, their... Their heads their, took up? Not necessarily their heads, but, like, their chest area basically went down, and they had short legs. Huh. And like their um, torso was huge, yes, torso, like really big torso, yeah, a really big torso. And they had these big round heads and like weird eyes. And like they said, the eyes were like mesmerizing. They were like, like, I think one of the kids said it was kind of like frog eyes. Like he would, he would like think of them like frog eyes. Huh. Okay. But they were like just very weird. Right. Right. And, um, a lot of them reported that they had like received information like telepathically telepathically which i mean you know this is the part where i'm getting into like this sounds like a load of shit (laughs) you know (laughs) this sounds crazy but i mean it's hard to organize something like that if you're in a group of kids that are seven and eight you know like i don't know i wasn't really a big liar until i was like 11 or 12 when i figured out how to lie (laughs) yeah get away yeah get away with it right um and i probably wasn't even that good you know (laughs) but um like yeah like they were receiving this information from these beings that they saw that they were concerned about our usage on the environment there are wearing down on technology or on the environment and our increase in technological advancements and like these kids didn't really i mean it was interesting because they brought a psychologist down there from harvard right oh boy right like, big deal <laughs> we right? got a smart boy going yes, down there smart boy's gonna come down there and, and find out what's going out. on right and i mean these kids are like seven and eight what do they know about environmentalism 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, like, I'm sure things are very different in Zimbabwe. Like, I'm sure they deal with deforestation or, like, um, maybe drought or I don't, I don't really know what they're dealing with down there, right? Mm. But I'm just assuming here, right? Um, but, like, to, the fact that all of them had the same account, right, was wild. And then, in the documentary, they brought all these people back. Like well, 20 four, years 20 later. 20 years later. 20 years later. All of these kids that they had originally interviewed brought them back. And they were like, recount what happened. Tell us, draw pictures. And it was the exact same thing. So and scary, they were stunned. Man. They were like, they were like legitimately kind of nervous about talking about it. Right? Which I'm sure, I mean, like. How do you talk about stuff yeah, like that? You're probably ridiculed, right? You're probably like, you start talking to somebody about that and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, just some, especially being seven, like, or eight to ten years old, yeah. you go home, tell your parents, hey, I just saw an alien. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure you did. Yeah. No, seriously, I saw an alien. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Uh huh. Well, to go off of that, right? They had also interviewed school teachers from the area, right? And parents during in 1994 and even even now like when they did the documentary and um you know a lot of them didn't really buy it but some of them were like just what i said like like they there's no way that you can orchestrate this no way perfectly 40 something kids yeah Yeah. that's that's that's... there was another thing in there too that they talked about like some there was like some um what do you what do you call like there's like a they're, they're like a it's like an underdeveloped civilization now. I forget what they call them. Third so, world country? It's not really a third world country, but it's like, it's like, it's like there's like places where native people have never left and never advanced technologically. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. Uh, shit. I don't remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but you know yes. what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. So there's, there's these civilizations where these people um, basically like, didn't... Um, didn't accept technological advancement from, from like, normal countries right now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so um, there was like, but the interesting part about that is, of course, the churches go out there and try to spread their mm-hmm. church stuff, right? Yeah. So, anyways, there's this, there's this, undercivilized, um, untouched people, untouched people, right? And there's a, there's a monastery there because, of course, there's a monastery there, right? <laughs> god this, I, this, oh my god that doesn't make sense to me bro right. did you hear about the guy who died like not too long ago this is a total spin-off yeah with the with the guy with the this oh white god. ass he, dude yeah, he was like he mormon down, or some yeah, shit he went down there and they like shot him with a bunch of arrows yes like yeah because they thought he was like a spirit it's like, classic dude, just leave it just just leave like, him alone yeah i know <laughs> you're not gonna god's good yeah. with them i promise yeah. you so Anyways, it's <laughs> like yeah, there was they talked about this civilization when this guy was down there, his monastery was down there. And um he survived. He didn't get attacked. He didn't get shot yeah, by arrows. Yeah. <laughs> um but I guess they were they were at, in this bay, right? They had like this bay where they lived and there was an there was a spacecraft that came down and hovered over their civilization for like 6 hours. And they have it record, recorded recorded somewhere. They don't have it recorded, but oh, all well. the people have accounts of it. Same, um, similar accounts of it so everyone everyone knows saw it yeah interesting so i don't know i always find that stuff really interesting imagine like, if it was like rick and morty the one episode when um rick goes into the car battery and shit yeah <laughs> just being like hey I, yeah well that'd be wild yeah right? i mean yeah really 
who knows, right? I mean, <laughs> it seems pretty knows? out there to 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 get to the point where you know, if you do believe this, you know, we had the Big Bang, right? The Big mm-hmm. Bang happened, and it was just explosion of gases and bullshit, right? Sand and dirt and that dust came and from disgustingness, nowhere. And whatever it was, right? And somehow these things have just collided together over just, I mean, an immense amount of time. Yeah. Right. To create cells that are so tiny that you can't even see them. There's more cells in your entire body than there is in like stars, stars that we can see in the yeah, universe. Right. I think right? something like that. And the fact that they all work together to become a self-aware human. It's nuts. It's, <laughs> it's nuts. like the most wild thing we, that you could possibly come up with. I mean, like we just—I uh, just started talking, or this last podcast I just released, we talked about determinism and shit. And I wish I brought that up. Because that fact where you'd be like, oh, we're just cells. It's like, okay, all right, sure, we're just cells. We're just cells, but we're self-aware. This group of cells can fucking do so much shit. Yeah. It's nuts. It doesn't, it almost doesn't, it's almost unbelievable. And it's not just us, too. I mean, there's no, we, there's like hundreds of different species on this earth. Yeah. That is aware of its presence, of its, like, like, look at lions. Like, lions had to get to a point where they could hunt, right? Mm -hmm. These, like these creatures that are just just vicious and like they're like yeah. built to be predators they're, yeah have been built to be predators by these things that became self-aware that are so tiny it's almost so impressive to me that we are such a weak fucking animal right <laughs> we are just we compared to even other primates we're nothing dude but i don't even know right like like what else is out there? I mean, like okay, yes, we have we had dinosaurs at one point. Yeah. Probably. Imagine seeing a fucking dinosaur, right? and then you look at us. Yeah. You look at the T Rex. It's like that was an apex predator. Now it's like gigantic. And now right? look at us. It's like this is now an apex predator. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what right? the fuck happened? Yeah, I know. It's like a fucking weird looking thing. Thing that has no hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like what? The heck? what? <laughs> dude, dude. The other day, I was total side note. I was seeing some turkeys. Okay. At work. Yeah. And they're walking, right? And they're just walking along the street and they start walking in the brush and some greenery, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing their, like, that little, the little thing, you know, their with face. their neck, oh, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, that was for sure a fucking velociraptor. <laughs> there's yeah, no there's absolutely. no way. You see that thing walking, yeah. you're like, bro, if that thing was, like, yeah. six feet tall, ooh, oh, yeah. that'd be terrifying. Have you seen those things? Oh, God, I don't remember what they're called, but they're, like... They're like these birds, and they're they're basically they're basically cranes. They look like cranes, but they're huge. They're like they're like so a crane is normally like yeah. maybe about that tall. These things get up to about that tall. Is that a crane? It's not. It's like a. It's. Have know, you heard of a cassowary? Are you talking about? That might be. That might be. Dude, what I'm talking about. So, so cassowaries, right? Those things are like. I think they look like really like but smaller than em- emu. But they're bigger than a peacock. Okay, yes, I know what you're talking about. That's, and those that's things, not what I'm talking they got like some three. They got some three, like three fingers, right? Dude, those things and, have massive paws. Bro. Yeah, they got some massive ass paws, and then they Look got some. That. Look at those freaking claws, dude. Is that a cassowary? Yes. Yeah, dude. No, those they things will slice more... you in half. Dude, I know that's some freaking raptor claws. I man. I, I saw we, my, my coworker and I were were talking about him. She's like, you know what a cassowary is? I was like, no, what's that? <laughs> and she's like, oh, look at this report. And it's like in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, this just in at the Australian zoo. Uh, a cassowary got out and everyone needs to hide inside. And I'm like, hide, hide inside? <laughs> what do you mean hide inside? And then they're like, yeah, the most deadly bird 
in the wild, the cassowary. And then they do like this whole bit about, about like it. how dangerous this fucking thing is. But this thing walks up to you and it'll fucking slice you. Yeah. Just because it can. It's just it's like, you know, this tall and it just walks up to you and it's like, the fuck you want, motherfucker? Well, dude, I, honestly, I'll slice like, you in half. No, I, I get it. Because like if I go down to the beach and there's a fucking goose down there and <laughs> no, he's coming at goose. me, I fuck ain't fucking with bro. that. I'm not going to deal with no, that. No way, bro. Bro, yeah. those things those things will hurt you. Those things will fuck you up. <laughs> like, I... I ain't no bitch. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't fuck with birds. I don't care. I don't okay, care who you are. You gotta check out this thing. Okay. I don't fuck with birds. And for those of the people that want to look this bird up, this is called a shoebill stork. Okay. Oh, that, the fucking... This is what that thing looks yes, like. Yes, that thing Tell looks... Tell me that is not a dinosaur. No, that looks like a fucking That's dinosaur. That's a dinosaur, dude. That looks, like some, that looks like it would be a pterodactyl or something. Dude, right? I mean, the bill on that thing is gigantic. Oh, wait, where's it's the bill? big old paws like the... Look, I'm getting pictures of the cassowary on here, too. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, I, like Google's gonna get you all these pictures of birds oh, and no. shit. I'm gonna get advertisements <laughs> for dinosaurs. Now. Come down to the National Museum. Of hey, come, come by a T-Rex claw. That's okay, got, that's got badass sick. though. Wait a minute, I'm intrigued. That'd be sick. <laughs> but dude, I don't fuck like I don't fuck with especially land birds. Land birds are scary as shit. I don't mm-hmm. mind penguins. Penguins are cute. Yeah, penguins are, penguins are cool. Yeah, you know, they slide in their belly. They swim around. Yeah. But imagine seeing a fucking ostrich, right? And you see an, like seeing an ostrich. And then you're like, nah, fuck that. And you try to run away, and then the thing is like, nah, bitch. Um, well, it's like a moose, bro. Dude, mo- meese are scary. <laughs> meese are fucking scary. Dude, they're gigantic. They're they can huge. haul ass, dude. I saw this video the other day of this moose, right? And this dude, he's going down. I, he must have been Alaska. Mm-hmm. Dark ass road, two lane okay. road. And he's just going. And then all of a sudden, he, he, you can see the moon in the distance. And then it's like something just blocked the moon. <laughs> right it's just like it went black and i was like huh and you just see like an out like a fuzzy outline of something right you don't know what it is so he's driving up and then all of a sudden he you just see legs and a torso (laughs) and he hit this fucking moose and went bam right on the car total the car and shit it's like damn those things are tanks yeah it blows my mind those things are moving tanks so that's what that i mean like that blows my mind, right? So, like, you also think about, like, whales, right? Whales are gigantic. Like, killer whales are so intelligent. Dolphins yeah. are really intelligent, right? Uh-huh. These, like, sea animals that we don't even, like... I'm not a sea animal, <laughs> okay? I'm not a fucking fish. Like, I can't go in the water and survive for, like... Oh, you got gills. Like, how, how long am I going to survive on the water for, right? Yeah. It's a different world down there. As long as okay? you tread, and then... Uh... Yeah, sure. But, like, you know, you think about, like... Okay, so... There were some interesting reports this week. I don't know if you saw this, but like, okay, for uh, on Mars, right? So there's some cool stuff that happened on Mars this week. So on Mars, they obviously have the rovers. There's like, I mm-hmm. think there's two rovers out there. Yeah. There's like Perseverance, Perseverance, That's something like that. And they also have a Tesla up there. Curiosity. Well, whatever. <laughs> to a crisp at this point. But anyway, so they had they had this drone that they launched over there, and now there's a drone on there, like a helicopter drone. They flew that on Mars, which was kind of cool. That's kind of cool, yeah. It was just little carbon fiber fans. Oh, really? Flying up in the air. That's cool. Kind of neat. Like quad drone or whatever. Curiosity this week, I think it was Curiosity this week, um, took a picture of the sky in Mars. From the ground? From the ground, right. Oh, okay. And he's kind of in the northern part of Mars, so that's kind of where the polar caps were. Okay. And there's clouds. Whoa. I wonder if they're dust clouds or if they're... They're not. Oh, really? Yes. 
Wow. Yes. That's so that's that's crazy. There's there's I mean, you know, the big thing is Mars doesn't really have an atmosphere. They have a very very yeah. very weak I think atmosphere. Think it's like one eighth or but it's enough like to that. hold clouds. Wow. And they're not like it's not like you're. I mean, like you could be thinking of like like big old clouds. Like you look outside, it's like a thunder cloud. No, it's like it's very like, little, like um, like a mist or something. Yeah, kind of. But it, I mean, it, it definitely looks like clouds. Maybe you're gonna find it. I'll have to send it to you later. But anyways, if there is clouds though, that's that's pretty crazy. Because, yeah. well, I guess with Mars, it it kind of sucked because since the atmosphere isn't there, that means the water is just leaking out into space, which would kind of suck. Well, I mean, how much water is in space? You know. Yeah, I have no idea. But it don't really matter. But um, you know, it's that. I mean, we're Earth, right? We're one planet. Yeah. We don't really know what else is going on on other planets. I mean, we kind of know what's going on on Mars. Like, we're but, there. Yeah. You know, there's but no not really. There, right? Yeah. But, like, what's going on on Jupiter? Yeah, like, dude. What's going on on Europa? Like, Europa always blew my mind. Like, yeah. I was like, that's the moon. I, that's the moon of uh, um, Jupiter, right? Is yes, it? That's yeah. completely. It's like an ice ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's always people that are like, what's underneath all that ice? There's yeah. There's got to be something that's there. That's true, man. Right? I, you know you, you know what's crazy to me is like a lot a law of biology right now it says like you you're not no, nothing that's alive like everything that's alive is carbon based right mm-hmm. and that's what it is on earth at least yeah. everything's carbon based and you need oxygen water and sunlight i think mm-hmm. like those are the three like main things for yeah. life and to me it seems like that's great for earth conditions Right, but if you're let's say somewhere on the other side of the galaxy, well, even think about even think about Jupiter. Jupiter's like like what is it, eighty percent nitrogen? Is that the, that's a gas planet, right? Yes. No, yeah, yeah. Or maybe no, that's Uranus. Uranus is no Jupiter has the yeah the eye of Jupiter yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. or is it Venus? No, I don't fucking know. Anyways, Anyways. the gas giant, yes. one of the gas giants. <laughs> Either way, yeah, like. You know what? Their atmosphere is a different condition, right? They have clouds. They have a storm that is constantly going on in that planet. Yeah. What's going on on the surface? They got plants down there. They got <laughs> sun down there. What's down is there? Is it just Mars? I mean, is it just Mars with like a storm that's over it? I mean, like there's nothing there. It's just burnt to a crisp. How cold is it? Like the pressure too, dude. Uh, the yeah, pressure. That's must... a big ass planet. If there is a... right, so you know you get to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And you see all these weird looking fish mm-hmm. and these weird like fucking crabs and shit. Yeah. And then you bring them up to normal sea level and they turn into like blobs yeah because there's not enough pressure holding them together yeah just imagine if there's just blob things uh-uh. uh, yeah just these like i don't I'm know okay huge blobs <laughs> what if you just took them out and they're just like yeah <laughs> just like a puddle yeah i mean like that's i think that's that's like a big issue right like like how do you find a place that has the right conditions conditions for us yeah you know for I mean? us is the main key because yeah. We are so well. I guess any kind of animal, no matter where you're at, is fragile to where you evolved, yeah. right? So if you evolved, I don't know. Let's say you evolved on the moon, right? Yeah. And the moon is, isn't it like, if you face the sun, it's super hot on one side and then cold on the other or yeah, something. Yeah, very cold. You'd probably, side. you know, you'd probably adapt or whatever or evolve. But then you come to a place like Earth, you, I don't know, maybe it, you wouldn't be as. Yeah good for you to survive well i think what's interesting at the moon is i think there's a section of the moon that never gets hit by the sun yeah mm-hmm. it just doesn't spin like, how the fuck does that even happen you like, know what's I mean, so weird about the moon 
it's weird how in the what was it 80s we got to the moon right mm-hmm. it was space race and whatever 60s and, 60 yeah sorry yeah. 80s what am i talking about very good anyways 60s you know we get to the moon we go there a couple times we fail a couple times and then all of a sudden we're like yeah yeah fuck that moon thing it was cool yeah but we don't need it but in my mind right <laughs> why that's the closest out of out of orbit thing to us like you could at least we didn't go to the backside of the moon at least as far as we right. know right yeah it seems to me that's kind of suspicious <laughs> that you're no, all, I agree. all of a sudden you're just like nah i think that, that moon's a wrap. i just think that technology just wasn't there I think we were... To keep trying yeah, or keep going? Well, I mean, there was no reason for us to be there in the first place. I mean, like, it was like a big deal. Like, wow, we built a fucking rocket out of aluminum and steel. And titanium and all this other shit. Yeah, some weird shit to get up to this place that nobody's ever been. And it's away from our planet. Like, that's a huge deal if you're, like, trying to win some shit right oh yeah no that's the ultimate dick measuring competition absolutely what the fuck oh yeah how do you win how, how do you get better than that moon. i, I went to the, to the moon, moon first. first yeah fuck <laughs> my you. flag is on the moon, <laughs> right um but yeah i think i mean like yes there is that fact right there's movies about it that are like oh my god like what if there's monsters on the moon like <laughs> of course like maybe there is like i don't know, I know but decepticons like, on the moon <laughs> wild shit dude i mean there could be like moon eating sharks on one side of it that you have no idea what the heck why <laughs> fucking Iman. um uh yeah yeah so like oh my goodness dude. gracious stop I swear to God, Iman, I'm going to kill you. Iman, if you're listening to this right now, I'm going to eat you if you call again. Eat you. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anyways, just suck on Okay, yeah, so I think, like, you get there, and it's like, what do you do? Like, you can't really study anything because, like, you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a suit. And those suits are not light either. No. They're just hundreds hundreds of pounds. We've come a long ways. Yeah. Right? There are space suits now that are, like, pretty gnarly, and you can, like, probably go on the moon and be fine and like do some science shit on the moon right i think that's our goal like i think um like i know china was talking about like building a base on the moon and like i mean i know other places have been talking about that but i mean what's so important i mean the the moon is us is earth at the end of the day yeah it's not much different yeah there's not much else going on i just know? wonder what's on the backside. you know what's that old I, I i think right yeah. but there has to be something back there or yeah. if there's nothing then you could at least learn about i don't know maybe temperatures and shit yes maybe. i agree i think it's worthwhile to explore but i also think like the justification for spending that much money on something like that might be a little hard yeah i also I think... think um some of the craters down in the moon uh-huh. if you go down to them i think the temperatures are super extreme too super super cold because mm-hmm. there's once again, there's no yeah, sign. Yeah, you might so. find some wild shit in there, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we were, this this entire world was a bubbling mass of lava at some point, just yeah. being hit by shit. And all that shit somehow formed the elements that we have here, right? Yeah. And so, pretty you might wild. have the same thing on the moon. It might be a little different. But, I mean, I guess, I think that's why people are so interested in Mars, at least like Elon Musk and stuff. They're like, they're like, what else is there out there? What if we came from Mars, bro? 
What if Mars was John Carter thing? I don't know if you ever saw that. No, I didn't. But I, it, was, was that it? A, it was like a theory that there was like an ancient civilization on Mars that figured out a way to get to Earth and got to Earth and had a hard time struggling and living here that they became so dead and dumb that they became Neanderthals. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. And we then evolved to who we are today. Interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. But, I mean, I think I think at some point in the past the sun was burning hotter than what it is now. I think right now it's kind of like in a in a lull. I don't know that uh, that could yeah, be yeah. it could be wrong. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. But I'm if it sure was some weird shit. like let's say it was burning hotter at some point, it seems to me that the life, um, like I think they, I forgot the technical name for it, but there's a certain distance away from the sun where it's life is uh, like that sweet spot, the sweet spot, yeah. right? Mm. So if it was burning hotter, it's very possible that Mars was in that sweet spot mm-hmm. for some period of time, and we yeah. really don't know because or any of the other planets really or right i mean we we have no idea oh dude crazy thing did you hear about the planet x or something is that the is that that planet that's kind of nearby so planet x is this weird theoretical planet because apparently the way that our orbit system goes doesn't make sense in terms of why we're in a ellipse and all this other weird weird shit um, I could be totally butchering it, but pretty much it does make sense in some way, shape, or form. Okay. So there's this this um, astronom- astronomical, physical uh, theory that we have a planet X, right? Okay. And like a little background, there's like there's planets outside of Pluto. Yeah. That orbits our sun. Yeah, like there's the like ti- SB tiny ones. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. There's they have names and stuff. There's actually two that like circle themselves around the, our sun. Oh, so really? They're just like. yeah um but anyway so planet x right so there's a i think there's a gravitational field that where that is being out and about (laughs) um that's influencing our solar system and they think there's this huge massive planet they call planet x and like let's say our solar system's like this but planet x's is like off to the side Mm -hmm. and it's really long so it goes way out here, yeah, and then it comes back really close to our sun, mm-hmm. and it goes way out again. And there, you know, it's not confirmed, right. or you yeah. know, it's just probably someone, probably a physicist, just trying to win a Nobel Peace Prize. You okay. know, you never fucking yeah. know. But if that was the case, that would be insane. Oh, just like just affecting all of the the poles and yeah, yeah. that would be nuts. Something so big that. It, first of all, it's not orbiting like everything else. It has its own orbit, yeah. and maybe it's pulling the sun a certain way. Like, whoa, that that's would even, be nuts. You know, it's that, that, like that's crazy. Like, that's pretty wild. But I, who has to say that it's really big? What if it's really small? It's just that's just dense as shit. Super dense <laughs> ball of metal. That'd be nuts. <laughs> like, it's like that's a dense, crazy thing. dense like, as shit. Yeah. Like it just it blows my mind because like you think about like like. You know, back in the day when we didn't know anything, like, like there was barely astronomers. Like, everybody just thought the world was flat. Like, yeah, we thought yeah. things and we were, were spinning around us. Creating and... math, right? Mm-hmm. We're working on math here. Like, we're like, okay, one plus one is two. Like, <laughs> right? This is a great scientific one plus achievement, one is right? Two. And yeah. now we're at this point where we're like, well, our math is a little different here than it is uh, anywhere like, else. 
in any other situation. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you have different gravities, you have different pressures, you have depends if you're in a vacuum, if you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) that stuff blows my mind. Like, did you hear about the planet that rains diamonds or or something like that? Yeah. 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 I think, I think there's a section of Jupiter that does that. What? Yeah. That is nuts. It's so pressurized. It's just like, and condenses all the carbon, like rain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty wild, man. I mean, there's some crazy shit out there. There was a there was a news article about this um, this planet that they found, and you know they're always looking for theoretical Earths, right? And they found one that's pretty close. I think it was like a hundred light years away, like in the same Milky Way. Okay. So that's pretty close compared to the gal the yeah, universe, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, obviously, it's gonna take us tens of billions of years to figure out how to get there yeah probably not that long but like, yeah well you know. if we make that long the thing uh, so there's some hardcore limitations getting anywhere at this point oh yeah so it, when i was in um uh, when i was in school i was in this metaphys- metaphysics class right and we went over this theory of the theory of many worlds mm-hmm. and pretty much pretty much it's the idea of if there's parallel universes kind of right mm-hmm. And our teacher's going over what the classical, philosophical, and logic, and mathematical reasoning is to where, why there's not identical things. It was really (laughs) annoying to me because whoever made the definition included everything except photons. Because photons can actually, there could be two identical photons. And they do experiments with them. So like, for instance, they're just shooting all these photons. And they find two identities, identical ones. Yeah. And what that means is no matter how far away they are, they're paired for some reason. So if they turn to the right, they're they parallel. both turn to the right at the mm. same fucking time. It's pretty nuts. It's nutty, right? Yeah. So, like, if one goes up, they both go up. One goes down, they both go down. And they measure this. And they've measured extreme distances. Huh. But anyways, this philosopher chick was like, I think it was a girl. She was like, nah, yeah. There's no identities in this world because the many worlds or the thesis or whatever, except photons. Photons don't count. It's like, okay. all right, all right. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that just means you're not right. <laughs> but well, anyway, yeah, I mean, like, anyway. So we're talking crazy. about the many worlds, right? And he's going on and on. I'm, I sit there for a couple of days, and then finally, I'm like, all right. So I raise my hand, and I'm like, hey. Um, this whole many worlds thing doesn't make sense to me because it seems to me that there could be identical worlds. And he was like, well, why? I was like, because if you look at any kind of physicist or anything, you th- they say the universe is infinite. It goes on forever, yeah. right? So if something is infinite, which is something that we can't really wrap our minds around because we can't think of infinite things, right? No, right. Eventually, you're going to come across <clears throat> a... Th- a a world that is exactly like our world. And he's like, no, 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 the math doesn't blah, 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 doesn't doesn't work because pretty much once you put in a one, then you're going to get out a two. If you put in a two, you're going to get out a three, and you'll do that forever. Okay. And I said, okay, that's fine. But we're talking about infinity here. That doesn't mean that probably 99.999% of the time, that's going to be a different world, right? Yeah. But to me, anytime a world is created or whatever, it's not like, ah, I put in a two here, now it's a three. I put in a four here, now it's a five. Seems to me that you just have this infinitely sided dice. Yeah. And you could shake it and you could roll it and anything could happen. Yeah. 
Sure, are the odds that you're not going to have a parallel universe? Probably pretty high. Yeah. But if you roll that thing enough, and since we think our universe is infinite, you could roll that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, that infinity-sided die, you're going to be like, ah! It's pretty close. That's the same Earth! Yeah. We got that twice. Yeah. And he pretty much kind of dismissed that whole idea, which really upset me. <laughs> but... You know, that's too complicated. It's like, it's like, all right, well, the math still doesn't work out. I was like, well, that's stupid. Fuck math. Well, <laughs> like, that's, I mean, fuck like, that, you know? I don't, like, okay, if we can clone something, right? If we can clone the genetics of a lamb yeah, and come out with a lamb that's the exact same lamb as this one, yeah, right? which is a thing. The gene- same genetic lamb. Happened. Yeah. Who's to say that we couldn't have the same earth somewhere? Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't quite make sense to me. Now, at least with a lamb, that's kind of tricky because it's weird because like you know twins are 99.999 percent identical yeah and they have two different personalities right so that brings up the what the fuck's giving them their (laughs) well the self-awareness their personality yeah what's what is doing that yeah that's wild that's the wild part that's nuts (laughs) because let's say you cloned your dog right it's like well it could be a completely different dog it could be a different dog (laughs) like why (laughs) why is that same genetic makeup yeah yeah like why is that a different dog that's crazy. Well, uh, the other interesting part about that is that, like, um, you know, they also, like, like genet- like there's stuff that's built into your genetics yeah. to make you do things. Yeah. Like, you know, if you smell something good, you might be hungry. Like, the, the whole Pavlov's, yeah. movie, you know, it's, dogs. So, like. Even fears. Like, they're thinking that, um, uh, what's it called? Like, irrational fears. They think that's in, they think that's inherited from your genes. Yeah, like fear like, of a dark, fear of the dark. Like yeah. every human is inherently scared afraid of the dark. Yeah, right? or falling, like yeah. falling from heights. Yep. Most humans are like, ah, they know that nope. fucks you up. Nope. <laughs> I was in a tree at one point. When yeah. I fell, I died. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing that. So, so you know. I get it. It's just it's just crazy how much shit there is out there, man. I mean, like. You know, like you were saying about your dice, like if it's like a dice, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's, that's probably the way it is. Right. But like, you know, really we're just a combination of, of elements at the end of the day, this earth is a combination of elements that created a, a source of, a, you know, rejuvenating. Somehow rejuvenate. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow self-sustaining or yeah. Self-sustaining thing. Yeah. Right, so the odds of that happening again, with it being the correct formula of things, and not just have to, it doesn't have to be the same exact formula that we were given. Yeah, just like just another formula that happens, that to, work happens to work too. Yeah, yeah, like, so extremely low, but I mean, definitely possible. I'm sure there's millions of planets though. Yeah, like millions well, of planets. There's some shit going on. Yeah, there's some something somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like I'm really convinced that that like on Europa. There's some shit going on underneath all that ice. Underneath the ice. Yep. <laughs> We've got some nasty ice sharks. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, do they have fish? Big penguins. Fish. <laughs> yeah, they're big penguins. Pengu Island. <laughs> yeah, straight up Pengu Island. Pengu Island world, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Dude, funny. be sick. All right, dude, we're approaching an hour, so. All right, very good. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Oh, time, by man. the way, Michael is the one who made my music. I did. He, he made the intro theme song. I, uh, you know, I, I tend to think of myself as an electrician, but also a very, 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 very part-time music maker. <laughs> like, 
like just a hobby. once in a blue moon like i'm like i'm gonna make a song or something <laughs> like that so i mean if you want to check out my stuff i'm on uh, i'm on soundcloud under i think it's mikey 96p i've got a couple songs out some cool stuff if you want cool. to check out my stuff you want to plug your instagram uh yeah i think my instagram is is mikey 96p2 let me uh take Just a check look at right that now. one actually it's mikey underscore six um which happened to work you know it's so fun. can i talk about this <laughs> okay um before i got into local six i named my instagram mikey underscore six dang so that really worked out hey I, dude, just, you, i'm just realizing you, that you, right now. you just <laughs> you just manifested that from a young age yeah so i mean if you guys want to follow me on instagram i'm under mikey underscore six um i also have my soundcloud up there if you want to check out some of the songs i make i like a lot of weird music so if you're into weird music come and check out my stuff there you go so Boom. all right dude thanks for coming on all right bud thanks for having me see you everyone bye Deuces.